What is going on, people? Cool cats and kittens of the internet. All my listeners, my what five? No, I'm kidding. If you're listening to the show, I'll, I say this every week. Thank you. This is fun. I don't know what I'm doing, but we're having fun with it. Um, today, today's a great day. It's you know, if you're having a good Saturday, shout out to you. Uh, Saturday before championship weekend, you know, the Bills are one win away from the Super Bowl. How about that? So I got a rep just for some good luck. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go, Buffalo. Anyways, yeah, this is not about the Bills. We are, uh, I'm joined by a special guest. I've known this guy for, shoot, I don't even know how many years. It's been, we linked up when I was in college. So I think it's been at least three or four. Geez, where did the time go? Um, my man, Jack, Jack uh, Steindorf. My dog. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Jack yes, works in uh, music publicity and he's an artist manager. Um, I, I, I love this guy tweets. I think every Monday he says, today's a great day to be great. And I think I hit him randomly. I was like, dude, I love it. Keep it up. And then I was like, hey, want to come on the podcast? He's like, absolutely. So here we are. But. I'm really excited to do this episode with Jack and just catch up and talk to him about life. But um, before we get started, shout out to the What's Poppin' Popcorn guys. They hooked me up with some of their goods. I went and saw them today and they're like, Ryan, we love you. We got you. And I was like, man, I appreciate that. So I'm about to try some of this buff wing real quick. You know, let's see. Let's see. This is. Oh, that's good. I'm a, I'm a big movie and popcorn guy and their stuff is honestly some of the best I've ever take, taste, yeah, tasted, but we'll get in that another time. Anyways, Jack, everyone, welcome Jack Steindorf to the RPD show. Whoa, what? Man, I appreciate you having me on. I'm stoked. And I have to also say the what's popping popcorn is a hell of a name. Did that come before or after the Jack Carlo song? I think it, it was way, I think it was way before. It was just kind of like a gimmick, like. These, cause these got these two guys, were, they were like chefs and they're just like, okay, you know, like let's start making popcorn. And dude, that's yeah. a, that's such a badass name. I love I know. it. Like, it's I like, what's popping now. I'm not, and I was like, man, when, when the world's normal, I will try my hardest to get you guys with Jack Harlow. No, I doubt I can, but it's like kind of meant to be, but <laughs> no, it absolutely is meant to be. Why has it not happened yet? I don't know. I just, <laughs> it, it's it's definitely going to happen. I mean, they're like growing at a great rate. So it's like, I think they kind of have a buzz now and at least here locally, Do they just have the one shop. Is it? Yeah. But they, they, they ship like, um, can I get them shipped out to California? Is there absolutely. Real yeah. I will, I will, I'll, I'll double check to make sure, but I'm, I'm, they've, they, they love, I mean, I mean, shit, they might just send you some just cause you're like, you're in California and fuck with us, dude. <laughs> You know, like yeah, yeah. that's that's the type of people they are. Whatever works. Yeah. So we'll well I'll I'll definitely try and get that going. But um one one the first question I like to ask guests when they come on. I actually haven't done this in a while, so hold me accountable, people. What's uh one thing you're grateful for today? It's just something, you know, so easy to overthink and not think about. So I'm going to give like the most generic answer, but I think also is honestly the most true answer, which is like, I'm grateful to be alive every single day. It's like when people talk about like the lottery of like being alive, you know what I mean? Like whatever the fucking odds are, like one is 700 million that you'll be alive. Like that's a crazy thing. Um, And so honestly grateful to be alive. And then, you know, you go to like, I won the lottery of like growing up in a good home and living in the U S and like, being able to pursue what I love and things like that. Like, I mean, it's a blessing, you know what I mean? Life's a blessing every single day, like to be able to take advantage of every day. Um, I think for me is a huge blessing, grateful for my health. Um, and really just, you know, for my friends, of course, can't leave that one out. Um, blessed every day, man. I love it. That's what I mean, I, I think, I think it's important to remember the little things, you know, there's we're, I think, I think that for me, sometimes I haven't, I'm not yet one of those people who writes down like what they're grateful for every day, but I think that's such like a kick-ass thing to do. Yeah. Like to me, that's the coolest thing. And I think, because I think when you wake up grateful, it kind of starts your day off strong. And 
I, honestly, as I'm speaking, I'm kind of convincing myself to start doing this maybe. Um, but like, I think it's the coolest thing to wake up grateful because it sets the tone for your day. Um, and literally being alive is, you know, the biggest blessing. It is. I mean, there's people that are dying every day due to what's going on with COVID and all that. Yada, yada, yada. You know, and I mean, it's sad. And But the fact that we're alive and able to have this conversation, you know, it's a blessing in itself. But I think, I mean, shoot, I, I, I think you should start doing that, man. I think, I mean, I should start doing it. I mean, I think just that positive yeah. thinking can turn around your day. Like, because you could wake up in a bad mood or just like, ah, I don't want to do this work. I don't want to, whatever, just like not feeling it. And then switching, you know, the, cause I, I've definitely done it before where I'm just like, I wake up and I'm not, I just don't have it. I don't have the sauce today. Like I'm not, cool. there's something off. And then you kind of have to remind, you know, something happens and you remind yourself and your perspective switches and you're kind of like, you know what? Like this is not like so bad. I'm, I'm good. Any little win can totally yeah. set your day off in the right direction especially if you let it set your day off in the right direction and then don't let anything else bog you down early. Right. Like, um, I don't know. Like you were talking about my great day to be great tweets, like that's that stupid ass shit. Like, which I think like really is like relatively like a corny thing that I do, but like, really it, it starts my day off. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. And I I don't, I mean, keep it up. Cause like, I appreciate you. Like, whenever I'm scrolling and it's just, and I see that it's like refreshing. It's like, all right. You know, it, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's refreshing to see. Cause there, you know, how to, there's a lot of bullshit on yes. Twitter and so, you know, all that. Yep. So, but no, absolutely. It, yeah. Anyways, man, like it, it's been a minute since we've really spoken like this. So, I mean, it's good to see you. It's good to talk to you. Um, what have you been up to? Like what, what's, what, what's, what's good. What's popping. <laughs> <laughs> what's popping yeah I can. Um, man i've really i feel like quarantine for me i mean talk about blessings like i feel like quarantine had been a blessing which is maybe like selfish to say just because the entire world is shit show for lack of a better word um but it's been really good i think i've been able to get to know myself better and to get better and to kind of figure out like where I want to exist and how I want to exist in the world and like what I want out of life. Um, and honestly just have learned so fucking much about, I mean, music and the business and myself throughout the last, how long we've we been in this 10 months. I think it's approaching almost a Five year. Months? Yeah. Um, but I've been working on the music publicity front, which has been great uh, managing a couple artists and really just, just trying to learn, man. I mean, I think for me um, it's about two things right now, which is doing the work and learning in terms of, in terms of, uh, you know, professionally, right. It's about doing the work and learning um, and, and helping people, right? Like, because obviously this is like a tough time for a shit ton of people. And so being there in any capacity for any amount of people, um, I think is obviously important. It's very important. And I, I love how you said though, not only professionally, but how you've learned things about yourself because I think you're just preaching to the choir there. Cause I, I, I honestly, like if I were to go back pre COVID like 2019, I don't even think I'd recognize that per like that person wouldn't recognize me okay. today, you know, where it's just like, okay. you know, I've, I've learned so much about myself and I'm sure you've learned even more about yourself. Man, I'm a like, that, like it, it's, it's wild. It's like the amount of South growth growth. Can I speak growth? That's happened. It's kind of, it's kind of like weird because it's been such a like, you know, roller coaster in a sense, yeah. not where it's like, kind of a steady but i think it's only gonna i the way i look at it i think whatever happens post this we're gonna look at it and be like man we can do it. like anything else will be easy like we got that like we we've struggled through the worst couple years of our lives and you know i mean it's funny because i 
maybe it's like that I personally haven't been, you know, knock on wood too much affected by it. Right. And so it's like, I've been able to focus on helping other people and getting better myself, which like being able to do both of those at once, like the coolest shit. Right. And like, I love what you said about like, you wouldn't recognize your 2019 self because I think I'm the same. Um, And I mean, honestly, it's like the luxury of time, the luxury of not commuting every day um, has been amazing. (laughs) You know, it's been like really like a treat to be able to, you know, call your friends who are struggling whenever, right? Because you know that everyone's just at home and, you know, focus on, and honestly, like I've been reading, I never read before. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like little things like that. Um, And so I definitely hear you. I think COVID in some ways has been a big blessing. Um, And I think, I think you're right. I think it will make me better uh, long-term as well. Yeah, I'm glad. I I hope it makes a lot of us better. You know, it's, you know, it's very easy to look in the mirror, even though like none of this is really our fault, but it's kind of, at least early on, it it made me look at myself and be like, at least in a reflective way, like how could I, how can I be better? Like as a human being, like to be, you know, just not that like, I I don't know. It's a weird I don't even know where I was going with that, but it's just, you, you look at yourself, I guess you kind of look at yourself and you see yourself in the mirror and you're like questioning just like how you can get better from this when we're so step one, right? Yeah. It's like, you're kind of at, everyone's kind of on the same playing field and it's like, I don't know. It's been a definitely a weird time. So I, I mean, I mean, Weird time would be an understatement, but yeah, yeah. No. I mean, there's no words that really describe it. But I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear though that you're doing well and you've been able to stay healthy and just continue to thrive and build towards what you know. Yeah, and same for you, I would imagine. I mean, you from the few times that we have talked, I feel like you've never been in better spirits, right? Yeah, I mean, for I, I think so. I mean, I. I mean, you know, I'm normally a pretty optimistic person and like, I don't let it, you know, but it has been a really rough year. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I'm, I'm really grateful that I had the courage to start this podcast, even though it's not really mm-hmm. like, but it's like something to do and look forward to and yeah. do, but like, I mean, I, I was working on the touring side of the music business and thought I was really hitting the stride with it. And I don't know, the, the, I guess the, the, I've just, it's been a real question of like, kind of what do I want to do next with my life? And it's like been a weird, but I've been patient and just been doing the best I can. And I think that in itself is enough, especially during this. So honestly, patience is a big, is a big thing that I've learned over the last few months. Um, Just because I mean, just because like you're sitting at home and like, it's hard to go. It's harder to feel like you're doing as much as you are. Right. Right. Just because you're not physically out and about. Um, But I think, I think this year has definitely taught me patience just in, in being the kind of person that I want to be right. And like how long it's going to take to get there and how I'm going to get there. Um, and I think, I think that's been like the ultimate test of patience and um, like just this realization that, okay, it's going to take me some time to get where I want to go. And I, this is X, Y, and Z is how I'm going to get there. Right. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, that's really important. Just it's, it's really, I mean, everyone says it, but it, it is about the journey. And I think, the patience being process oriented this yeah. year this year that has hit me on the head like really yeah. because yeah. i mean it's like the journey's everything yeah. and i think i think honestly pre like 2019 jack probably would have been like oh like that's just like a corny saying but this and is like even if group. i still think it is a corny saying i i believe it <laughs> you know what i mean and i think i think being obsessed like obsessing over the day and 
still aiming for the stars has been real has been like a really big realization for me. Hmm. Okay. I I love I mean shoot for the stars. I mean you might land on the moon, you know, fall short. Like Osmoke said it, right? He said, oh right, I believe so. Uh, but uh one one thing that's really helped me at least is it, it may sound silly, but I, I like write down at least I try to, if I remember, write I write down everything that I did in what like that day as like kind of like a log, whether it's like took, tra- took trash out, went you know, just to show like show my mind and myself like, whoa, you actually did a lot. Cause also it's very easy to get worked up and be like, I need to do more or whatever. But like then you you know, you wind unwind at the end of the day and you're like, well shit, I already did you know, I worked till four, then I recorded a podcast and I did exit, did, 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 you know, and it's like, out of curiosity, how did you think I really was? am doing more than like my mind's telling, you know what I mean? So it, it's well, kind of a little trick, but I thought I would share that. With, no, that's cool. I like that. How'd you pick that up? Um, did you hear or did you just, I, I, Matt, Matt, well, what inspired it was Matthew McConaughey. He was on Rogan. He was saying how mm-hmm. he'll write down like on his to-do list which I do the same thing too. I'll write down the smallest of tasks. So like I kind of build momentum. Cause if I look at a to-do list and it's like, there's like four big things that I have to do. It's kind of like, you kind of want to procrastinate like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't, you know, but like, if it's just like take out trash or go get gas in the car or whatever, and you can cross that out and mm-hmm. erase it or whatever. It's kind of like telling, like telling your mind and just like, okay, like I, 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 I can do this. I'm, I'm, I'm moving, I'm doing something. And then it's kind of, it's kind of on the same concept of journaling, kind of what you do, but also it's, I don't know. So shout out to Matthew McConaughey, one of the shout great, McConaughey. Yeah, so, but he, I, I heard him say that on Rogan and I just was like, okay, huh, that's, that's so, that's so useful. Cause he says he's the same way where he kind of thinks he needs to be doing more. And it's like, why not, why not, why not simplify it? Why not, you know, trick yourself. So no, that's cool. I like that. I do like that. Thank you. Um, what, since we were kind of talking about COVID, what's one thing you miss about like the old world, so to speak, like what's one thing that you, I know there's a lot of them. Like I know I, I could name just like five, but I'm, I'm curious. Cause like, I'm going to name like two or three. Go for uh, it. Yeah. That's totally appropriate. I definitely miss, Meeting someone in person is a bit different than meeting someone, right? Like, like having a friend introduce you at an event is different than meeting someone online. And I think like, honestly, the cool thing and like a big blessing of this all happening in, you know, in 2020 was I can get on FaceTime with whoever. Um, but I will definitely, I do definitely miss meeting people in person or like going out to dinner with, you know, like a group of like, like a small group of people. And maybe you don't know a couple people in the, in the group. And by the end of the dinner, you're best friends with them. Right. Like yeah. that stuff's cool. Um, obviously I miss live shows. I have to throw that in there. Like, and I didn't really realize that I missed them until someone posted a video of like, Oh, this was me, you know, a year ago or whatever. And I was like, fuck that shit is fun. Um, yeah. And I mean, honestly, like, and I love like going out to dinner with people. Like that's for me is like a fun time. Like obviously like parties and shit are cool or whatever, but like sitting down with people in person is cool. Um, and live shows, man. What do you miss? What do you miss the most? Okay. I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be live shows guy. Well, okay, That's definitely on the list, but I'm going to throw a couple curveballs out here. Yeah. Playing basketball, like pickup ball. That, that's definitely one of them. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Uh, movie theaters. I just miss being able to like, okay. if I want to go escape for a couple hours and just get lost in a movie, that, that's one thing I love doing. Um, yeah. I mean, dinner, you said those going like grabbing a meal, uh, live shows um sports i guess really the excitement of sports not that it's not exciting now but just like being able to 
you know, the crowd roar is different. Yeah, being able to go or whatever, but totally. I don't know. There, I'm sure if I really think hard about it, I could think of way more. But I guess just yeah, me, meeting some like the I guess the live event aspect of you're at a show and say we go together and we meet some like a mutual friend of ours, and then it's just like you know that they know you. How am I saying this? I introduce you to someone and they know me and that they were you're now cool with that person because me and you are cool, you know, just kind of giving someone an intro and just or vice versa, you know, and it's like you brought, you know, and you get their info or just you become friends with this person in like 20 minutes. And it's like, shit, you know, I don't know, just the I guess the human on human interaction, I guess. But I mean, like I I'm a big proponent of like of almost like zoom is next to the best thing, but still it always will not be being in person. Right. I mean, the, like nothing across really, from each other at a table, you know, it's way, it's a way different vibe than us talking to each other on a computer. For yeah. sure. I mean, I think like that's something that especially over the last nine, 10 months has been something that I've adjusted to in some sense, just that, like this feels maybe like weirdly normal to me. Yeah. Same. Uh, but, but yeah, like definitely will always, nothing will really ever quite beat this over dinner. 100%. I agree. Cause there's just so much, I don't know. You're grabbing dinner with someone is just, mm just a great time just because it's your bond over a meal you get to yeah but um one thing that i really th- think about with all this is what a dopamine rush and, or just an adrenaline rush will be you know when we're allowed to go to these things with all these people when it's like safe and all that it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be so crazy and surreal like you're i think there's just going to be that's, a lot of people like tearing up like you know like man i'm so happy like you know, it's going to be very emotional and very, yes. like, hmm. I think, I think what's funny about like what you're talking about is like, it's seeming more and more like there's not going to be a moment of, um, there's not going to be a moment of, oh shit, we're free. Right. And so it's going to be such a gradual thing of, you know, okay, shows are now open for 20 people. Now shows are open for, you know, a thousand people. Now there's stadium tours. Um, that I think for me, at least it's going to be like that moment that you're talking about. I'm sure for me won't happen until a while after everything has already like technically been open. You know what I mean? I think you're right. Cause I think it's still going to take people time to adjust. People are exactly. going to still be timid and all that. So yeah, totally. um, yeah. That, that, that was a good little, uh, segment i guess if you want to call it i don't know <laughs> that's good conversation man um always let, let let's go more into music biz as they say or just what you've been doing um so tw- it seems like it was ages ago but in 2020 you started working for an artist and i know things have changed and all that but you worked on one of the biggest songs like of the year like i mean most any celebrity i guess that you that has an online presence was wiping on their mirror and then wiping it off and they're in a different outfit. So, um, yeah, you know, sorry, go ahead. I'm just curious, like, I guess I didn't fully elaborate on, but Jack worked alongside, uh, somebody, fuck, why am I blanking on his name? BMW Kenny. Yeah. BMW Kenny. Um, and well, and another one of your friends, as like you co-manage them and all that at the time. And you guys brought this record, wipe it down to life. And it turned into this big phenomenon online. And yeah. so my, I guess really, I'm not trying to go too nitty gritty and like all this behind the scenes nonsense and whatever, but what are like, I'm just curious, like what changed for you after that? Or like, what did you really learn from like that time of working on like a record like that? If you can cut, I, I don't yeah, know. Well- I think a few things for me is one thing is like, it was a big cultural moment, but we, 
the, the song almost didn't get to as big as um, the song itself was never as big as it was on TikTok. And so for us, it was like we were constantly kind of while it was going viral, we were kind of trying to pull the song along. And I mean, honestly, like, like the story went was that we, Tommy Brannigan and I, who I co-managed him with, um, we found Kenny when it had, you know, a thousand TikTok videos and like a thousand or 2000 Spotify streams. Um, and I think we knew what it was pretty quickly and we knew what it could be. But I mean, quite honestly, it got there quicker than we could have imagined. And the record almost took life of life of its own. And so um, for us, it was a lot about like getting people to stream the song. And I think really for me, it was about, and we brought in like a phenomenal uh, digital team in ATG group. Um, we did a great situation with Indify. Nothing but good things to say about both of those teams. Um, right. Honestly, I don't think we could have had a better team on Wipe It Down. Um, but it was definitely, it was a learning experience for me just in learning the nitty gritties of digital marketing and of, I mean, ha of having a viral song. And... And honestly, I think one of the biggest things that I learned aside from the digital stuff was the value of having growing pains with an artist because we found Kenny and to his credit, I mean, I think the guy's a genius. Um, we found him, got him on the phone, you know, that night or maybe it was the next day. And he was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, you know, let's run kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I think we kind of thought that we were gonna have all this time to get our ducks in a row and whatnot. Um and really within like 48 hours, we had you know spent a bit of money on a TikTok campaign, but really like it was on Kim Kardashian's Instagram story, I think 48 hours after we had officially started managing him. Oh wow. And so it wasn't we didn't we never had the time to go through these growing pains with him, right? Like it was like, we got into it and really had to start running. Um, and so I think that, I mean, like it'll, it really allowed me to see the value of being with someone, you know, for years and then having a moment like that. Like I can promise you that if we were working with Kenny for a year before, and then we had a moment like that, it would have been totally different. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's something that I didn't realize. Like, I had never looked at anything that way. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, we jumped on it and just said, oh, this is going to be a quick viral thing. Let's do it. Um, but it became that pretty quickly. And, you know, we had to obviously adjust. Right. And so we had to be flexible. And I think it was just hard for as a team, um, for the three of us to get into a really strong stride because we hadn't had a stride before. And so it's like when, you know, one day it's on Kim Kardashian's Instagram story, then Will Smith is doing it. And then we're on, you know, whatever viral charts and whatever. It didn't allow us, I think, to give um, the record everything that it deserved just in terms of like our chemistry. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I so definitely like, it's something that you hear like the OGs in music say a bunch is, you know, is like, Oh, like I'll take a, I'll take building with someone for a long time than a quick thing. And, and I still think that everything is situational, right? Like I don't, I don't believe one way or the other. Um, but in this situation, it was definitely something that I wish that we would have had the growing pains. Like having a viral song was fun. But I mean, honestly, the song, you know, didn't quite get to where we would have loved it to get to. Um, but a big blessing and nothing but love for for Kenny and Tommy and Indify and ATG and everyone else. Um, a phenomenal experience, um, to say the least. Wow, that's that's incredible. I mean, I that, I mean, I'm 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 glad that you're able to speak on that just like from an open uh, 
with an open mind in a sense, you know, and realizing like, you know, we kind of just being aware of how it went down and all that and being okay with that. You know, that's sometimes you could have very easily dwelled on it and, but like you seem to be doing your thing and when I move past it, the situation, everyone did what they could have, right? right? Like everyone did what they could have given all of the circumstances. And so I don't feel like anyone didn't do their job to the best of of our ability. Right. But I just think that things, I just think there would have been, there would have been a lot of value in having growing pains leading up to the song is all, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, we're, and we're only human. So, I mean, you, you got knowing that you left it all on the, on the lot, you know, out there, I think is a great thing to live with. And I'm a big sports guy. So like, I'm, I'm kind of comparing it, I guess, or I have a couple, just like that team that I guess in the NCAA tournament that is like, they're like a very low seed, you know, and they upset like a big team and they go on this run, but they, once they get to the bigger stage, it's kind of, they don't know, uh, exactly how to prepare because it's like it's so new you know they're this school with a population of five thousand, and here they are in the final four and where they don't belong not that you got i don't know sports analogy or no i hear you no i hear you it's like they're in they've found a way to get to this big stage but it's like you know why i i I don't know it's i i I get what you're saying though it's 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 hard to keep it moving when there's not that that like as tight I don't know what I'm trying to say there's not that whole cohesive come together, you know, and then you can keep Absolutely. the engine moving. Absolutely. I hope I hope that made sense, but yeah, totally. <laughs> that wasn't where I thought you were gonna go with it, but yeah. I like where you did go with it. I, I love I love analogies, man. I, I love perspective like that. So that's um so the music industry, it's as everyone the the perception, like people get ripped off, people are sh- sharks, you know, blah 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 blah. Like all these perceptions about it. What, one thing I'm curious to hear your perspective on is what, what are some challenges though, that you think fit you face when like working in music? Like, do you think it's as bad as, you know, people that aren't really in it say it, it is, or like what, what, what's, I don't know. Cause there, there's, there's, cause like there, there's like a lot, like just like with everything there's bad, there's good apples, there's bad apples. Like there's a lot of really cool, good, people that work in music especially like on the younger side you know like such as myself and you know you, you know there's there's no, good people there's a lot of good folks out there but absolutely I so i mean I, I guess i mean more personal challenge or whatever challenges that you may face i'm i'm, I'm curious that's a hard one i know i know it is I mean, like it's like i would need to sit on this for like days to really um, give you a proper answer but i think really for me it is a competitive industry. And I think anyone who says otherwise doesn't get it to some degree. Um, But just like you said, with anything there's, and I think the music industry is almost like life amplified in that there's the best of people. And for lack of a better word, there's the worst of people. Um, And so for me, I think the big thing has just been looking inside of myself and getting like almost getting used to that competitiveness and like because i think naturally i'm a pretty i guess i'll say like sensitive guy i'm i'm too so no no pretty um non-confrontational guy um and these are things that like i've had to work on and is like you know not taking things personally um and things like that because i think I think it is just a competitive industry, but that's no fault of the industry. That's no fault of anyone in it. That's just the nature of things. And to a certain degree, you got to play the game. Right. And so for me, it's been about getting myself um, like where I need to be mentally. You know what I mean? Um, Like I think the biggest challenge has literally just been making sure that my head is on straight enough because my head wasn't on straight enough, you know, like in college and whatnot, like, and my head's still not on as straight as I would like it to be. Um, and so that for me has been the biggest challenge. Um, 
not you know not any particular work thing like i think i'm fine with doing the work um and things of that nature and you know being a people person and all that jazz but really just keeping my head on straight and you know holding my values true to myself while still adapting and adjusting and being better every day make sense yeah yeah that, that, that was a great that was great points and insight i think Appreciate you i think uh I, you couldn't have said it better i, I mean i'm sitting here trying to figure out what to say to that because that, that was powerful <laughs> I, 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 I guess my counter though is just like what uh like i guess what keeps you going through like the tougher times you know because you know i mean the easy the, answer is there's the highest of highs wait what what's that uh, i was just gonna say the easy answer is the music oh yeah right I mean, that's like the the arguably the cop out answer it is um uh, because you're right like yeah there's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows um so i guess like what kind of keeps you going through it like just like where it's like i'm not gonna like because it's very easy to just like move on with your life or just like all right like this this is not gonna work for me like i'm just gonna go do something else whatever like you know but like i guess like what keeps you motivated because I, I see a lot of people tweet about it um just like i have these thoughts every day where like, i i almost want to give up but then i just keep going and it's like, I'm curious, like what? For me, okay, so it starts with the music, right? Like, yeah, like the inception that. of everything is the music. Um, because I think without, like, I think without losing, excuse me, without having that as your North Star, you're, you're a bit lost in the music industry. Um, but with that being said, really, it's the people. And it's really the fact that I've found uh, people who push me to be better every day and who I feel like genuinely give a shit about me, but, you know, will tell me, tell it like it is. Um, and so, I mean, really for me, it's the fucking people. Okay. And that's something that I didn't know would ever even be a factor coming in. You know, I kind of, I think it's easy for people to either, you know, stay away from their industry friends or get, you know, too into the industry. Oh, I'm, I'm super industry. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for me, that's what keeps me going really is just the people. Um, maybe I'm not articulating this as well as I would like to. Um, no, I think you're doing a great job, you know, like that. Yeah, but it's the people. Like, and it's, and it's the, the people, good people around. It's the, it's having people around you who have similar goals and are doing similar things and who will tell you to shut the fuck up if you're, you know, complaining. I mean, really, like, genuinely, I value that. Like, I have friends where I will be like, yo, if I'm complaining too much, just tell me to shut the fuck up. And hey, Jack, shut I, the love fuck up. Genuinely, no, I love that. Genuinely, I love that. Yeah. What no, I said, hey, Jack, shut the fuck up, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, really? Like, I love that. Like, I don't know. Anyway. I, I think that's, no, that's, that's great. I think having people that can hold you accountable is like, because, I mean, we're, we're all fault, you know, a fault of our flaws or just be, be you know, because one, one thing that I guess always keeps me going is like, there's like millions of people or thousands of people that would love to be in your position. Like why are you ungrateful or feeling, you know, any type of way or, you know, it, it could be worked through, but I think you seem to have a lot of good people in your corner. And I think that's, that, that's definitely one of the most important things. Cause I think kind of what we alluded to earlier, you don't not, not, it, it's impossible to bring it 110% every day. Not that you don't give that effort, but like sometimes you're just not fully feeling it or just you're off, you're sick, whatever, like, you know, so it's, it's, it's good to have people that can remind you to push past it or just to exactly. give you that exactly. boost that you need. That's exactly what it is, is say if I wake up and I'm not feeling it that day, then having people to tell me to shut the fuck up, then, okay, now I'm back and let's bring it today. Um, 
I mean, it's, it goes back to the, the whole idea of like, you are the five closest people around you. Um, and for whatever reason, I, I really feel like that's the truth. Um, and so surrounding yourself with good people, I think there's nothing more important. Um, people that you can help and can help you and, you know, you can ideally grow together um, is the biggest blessing. And I, I like what you said too, which is that like being grateful every day and realizing that, oh shit, like, like for me, sometimes it's like, fuck, I work in music. Like really five years ago, Jack would have killed, like I'm not nearly where I want to be, but five years ago, Jack would have killed to be where I am now, um, which is the coolest thing. Yeah, I, I think that just to reflect and have that perspective is super important. It, it's it's it, it's what keeps it going. I mean, I I swear, but it's not always easy. But easier said than done. Exactly. So, easier said than done. But we're we're trying our best. You know, I think every day. One thing I've learned is just to give yourself more credit when, totally. you know, when I, even if it's a little thing, like, you know, you made it through the week. Give yourself a pat on the back. You know, let's yeah. figure out how we can be better next week. But um, this this kind of this is the kind of thing that I, I'm really curious to dive in with you because I know you I think you have a lot of good things to say here. But I, I kind of want to talk about mental health and especially in music. Like, is, is 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 that something that you struggle with? Like, um, whether it's anxiety or depression or just if if you, like if you want to open up about that. If if you don't. Totally cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll open up like, on to the next part of that, but <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, are you just asking me to kind of tell like my, um, like personally how I view mental health in the music industry? Yeah. Like, I mean, like I kind of what I have on my notes is just like, do you like, do you struggle with it? What does the industry need to do better about it? Just cause like, it's more like, I, I feel like the music industry is too much like, um, here's the money, get it done. Like, we don't care. Like, you know, like it's, you, we're paying you. Here's the, this is how it's done sure. to, to, a, to a certain extent. I mean, it's not like people don't have, but it, it's like most you're dealing in business. So it's like, it's a bit, it's a very weird fine line, but like, I, I know like we're, we're, we're us younger folks are much more aware about it. To, you know, yeah. so it's like I think um, it, it's just an important discussion, an important thing to be aware of. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just curious about like your thoughts on it, you know, and. The yeah, I mean, like something I don't know, I guess I don't make this too public, not really intentionally. And like some people, people, when I say this, they're like, wait, what? Uh, but I like definitely have struggled throughout my life pretty bad with anxiety issues. Um and I guess before I dive into like the deep music industry stuff, a lot of people like love like therapy and I think therapy is great. Um, I would recommend biofeedback therapy to people, which is like this different type of therapy huh. that like basically like they hook you up to like, they put like little, not magnets, but they put little sensors like on your head and on your hand. And really what it does is like, it's designed to, like, like the sensors on your hand will pick up your sweat glands and how much you're sweating. And so the idea behind this type of therapy is that you sit in a chair with, you know, all these sensors hooked up to you and you don't get to leave until you have calmed yourself down. And so like, for example, there's a, there's one that I did and this was a while back and this was in college, um, but where I went and sat down and there's a waterfall in front of me on a screen and I'm hooked up to these, you know, these sensors and the water doesn't flow until I have relaxed myself. Which is like the coolest fucking technology thing, right? That, am I explaining this well? Yeah, that, yeah, you are. That, that, that sounds incredible. I've never even heard of that in my entire life. I wouldn't say that it, to say that it changed my life would be very dramatic, um, but it definitely helped give me tools um, or, or rather it helped me understand that I have control over my anxiety. 
right? Or just like generally like my emotions. Um, and I think just more than like the technicalities of it, just that understanding that I have control over myself was a huge fucking thing for me. Um, so anyway, anyone that ever asks me about like mental health, anything that's like, oh, like I'm going to go to therapy, you know, what, what should I look for in a therapist? Or like I, if, especially if it was like an anxiety related thing, I'll say, yo, go try biofeedback therapy. Um, just because I think biofeedback therapy is the coolest thing. Um, and then as far as the music industry, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take an unpopular route at this. And I think people need to be more honest with themselves and each other. Damn. That's, I mean, you're right. I mean, we, we, you're right, man. You're right. Really easy to get caught up in the wanting to be nice to everyone. And like, I, you know, obviously like I pride myself on, I guess kindness. That's, that's a, such a shitty value, but like, like I pride myself on, I guess just being a good person. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that people in music are not often on, like they'll try to be nice to where it doesn't help the other person. And then that person then goes off in the deep end because all they've gotten is people telling them nice things. And, and this is, it's tricky to say from coming from someone who like has had like a handful of mental health issues, um, you know, and been fucking prescribed every drug in the book and whatnot. Um, which that's a whole other conversation. I'm not a big proponent of that stuff, but like do what you do what you need. Yeah, uh, of course, of course. Um, but like, I think if everyone were more honest about the industry and each other and whatnot, I think things would go over better. Um, because I think it's really easy for people to, to say, Oh, the music industry doesn't take care of their mental health. And, and the, the, um, the solution to that just be, be nice to everyone. Yeah. I absolutely think you should be nice to everyone. I absolutely value kindness, but sometimes you not being honest to someone about, you know, say if it's their work, for example, if, if my boss says, oh, Jack, you're doing a great job. And she continues to tell me that I'm doing a great job when my work is getting worse and worse. Then in six months, I'm screwed. Because she's going to want to get rid of me. Yeah. But if she had been honest in the beginning and said, hey, pick up X, Y, and Z. Six months later, I'd be way fucking better. Yeah. I mean, how, how can, how can you know if they're not be giving you honest feedback? Exactly. It's like if, if they're saying good job, you, you think what you're doing is right, but exactly. in actuality, if it's not right, it's just going to continue. And then, then it's going to blow up in your face. And then it's like, what? I thought I was doing a good job. It was like, no, I was just being nice. It's like, what? <laughs> no, exactly. And like, yeah. I think, I think like just being just asking everyone to only be nice to you will lead, will uh, not indirectly, but will, will lead to you getting tossed around. And I think that I almost think that you need to build people up instead of tearing them down. And part of building them up is saying, you know, what's wrong with the building, right? Like, like if you're trying to build a skyscraper, you better have the foundation right. And, you know, the second floor better be really good. But if the second floor is kind of weak, then by the time you get to, to building the 15th floor, then it's going to topple. Yeah, it's going to collapse. I, I don't know how I feel about that analogy. Uh, but I, I see where you're going. Like, Yeah, but I think I think honesty can be a great tool. It also can obviously be a bad tool, uh, not be a bad tool, be a harming tool. Um, 
Yeah, but, but I definitely think people need to build each other up, um, you know, and spread love and honest love, right? Like, I, th- I think honest love is important. I mean, I, yeah. it's, I, I, I think, I, this is the way I kind of, t- I think the way what you're getting at is people need to be more careful with their words. Like, it's, very easy to just be nice and nice and nice. But I think if you're, you're able to give good feedback without being a straight dickhead about it, exactly. super more important. Cause like you said, I mean, if you're just going to tear this person down and they have no, I think it's important to be like, Hey, like this, this is great. Blah, 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 blah. This is what you're, I like, but I think this could, use some work and I think this, you should really focus on trying to do this better or whatever. Like instead of just going straight to the, to the problem, you know, and just being like, boom, find positives. And then obviously highlight the negative versus just giving straight negative, negative, negative. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just my method, but I, I, everyone, everyone has their own thing. So, um, I guess that's just kind of how I view it. Like there's, I, I think it's just ca- careful with your words because not that like you got to, it's a weird fine line. I, I, I don't know, man. It's like be nice and be kind, be like decent human being, but also no, not letting people cross that line where it's like, yeah, you can be buddy, buddy and nice to this person. But then like, if you don't know them, but then it's like, if they, come at you auto, auto you know, you, you should have, you know, be able to tell them, Hey, like, I appreciate that, but that, that doesn't sit well with me or like, that's out of line. I don't think I can, we can work together or whatever, whatever the scenario, you know? So I think yeah, I, I, I like everything that you said. I mean, I think, I don't know, dude, it's a, the weird world um (laughs) like you said like there are all these different lines that like you gotta ride well um and yeah man i mean i think like i think people need to uh spread more love and shit that's that's like love goes a long way man love goes a long way yeah bro like building people up is tight anyway it is. Um, what are some things that you like outside of um, music and like your work and all that? Like do you, basketball. I know you're a basketball fan. What What else are you kind of into for anyone that may not know? When you said that in my mind, I was just going to say Sacramento Kings and that's it. Sacramento Kings. Okay. Yeah. De- I, I love De'Aaron Fox. Great, great player. Great player. Ty- Tyrese uh, Halliburton. He's a young up and comer too. He's looking like, I would be uh, lying if I said that I've watched a ton of NBA uh, games this season. I don't know that I've turned on one, but what I've seen and heard, Tyrese Halliburton is going to be exciting. Yeah, uh, I I haven't watched any either, really. I just well, I'm in a fantasy basketball league, so I keep up with the stats and gotcha. you know, I'm kind of a stats junkie and like I I, I can remember names really easily. So it's For like, sure. yeah, but the boys yeah. Sacramento's looking. Looking good, man. They're they're on their way up. Just the wet, just the West is so damn tough, you know. So, I mean, I I think that any Kings fan who says that the Kings are gonna make a run for the championship this year is like lying to themselves. Admittedly, I'd been saying that for you know ten years, um, but but I'm excited. I'm always excited for the Kings. I, and also I love, like, like you said earlier, like that you miss playing basketball. I definitely miss playing basketball. Like I'm not, I'm not phenomenal, but fuck dude, there's nothing, there's nothing like a pickup game. Uh, only a pickup game game and then going to get some good food and going home to work or whatever. Um, it's that bond that you create with the people you're playing pickup with, you know, it's, it's tight. Yeah, I love that shit. I also like I'm trying to kind of get a little bit more healthy, start working out a little bit more, uh, which has been something that I've newly picked up in the pandemic, which honestly I would not have touched <laughs> before. Um but yeah, man, like like being active is tight. It is. It makes you feel a lot better. I've I've 
I I never got that honestly until the last like year. But like I never because I, I think I just was always I just was always active. That just was what it was. You know what I mean? Like like so I never knew not being active, but I was never like purposefully active. It was just like what I like to do, be it, you know, go on runs or play basketball or throw football or whatever. Um, and now I'm starting to get why when people are like, oh, like working out in the morning makes me feel better throughout the rest of the day. Now I get it. And I never got that. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know if it's just like an aging thing or if it's just like, I don't know. It's just like you, you slow down a bit and it just like, it's like such a big pickup. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know science like that, but it's, I totally hear what you're saying. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's great. But um, if you can predict the future, what does it look like? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, what what what's going on with you going forward? Any goals or future plans that you you know that you're excited about, or what, what's 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 going on in the world with Jack? You know what what's what's cooking up? If I mean, uh, I'm, I'm if, gonna I'm gonna answer this question generally. I think uh, okay. I think I'm yeah, be yeah. Super general here. Um. And obviously I have more specific goals, but I think like the best way to answer this is general. And I think for me, it's, I want to have a big impact on music. And that's because music had a big impact on me growing up and, you know, helped me in ways that I could have never imagined. Um, And so I, so for me, it's the future is having an impact on music and the world and people like really at the root of it, it's people. Um, it's just the, the messages through music. Right. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, I think, you know, in the future we're going to see flying cars and shit. Um, but, but yeah, for me, it's, it's having an impact on, on people via music and doing that at a high level to a lot of people, you know, with, with a lot of people. Um, yeah, man, that's that. I love that impact. That's, that's the biggest impact and paying it forward, man. That's all we can. Exactly. Many people want to do this for the wrong reasons. They want to have their platforms for the wrong reasons, but I know you're a good soul. You're a great person. So you nothing but good intentions. So, you know, I'll, well, I'll see you at the top, brother. You know, we're, we're you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I'm excited. I mean, like, honestly, I'm, I'm thrilled for the, that, that's the cool thing about music, especially is like to be thrilled for the future and focus on the present. Uh, or, or it's almost like focusing on the present leads to the thrill of the future. You know what I mean? In, in some ways. Um, yeah, man. We're blessed. Namaste. Yeah, that's super blessed. So, I mean, that was, I don't think that was general at all. I thought that was a great answer. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, This is uh, the segment kind of where we wrap it up. This is what I call closing thoughts. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to end the show with plug, whatever words of wisdom, et cetera, whatever you want to say. It's kind of like, your goodbye, I guess. Um, yeah, you I have say, nothing. Yo, follow me on the gram, bah, and then like, yeah, okay, I mean, but like, yeah, sure, so, go follow me. What, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure, what, follow what, whatever you want to say is this is your time. This is your uh, no, I mean, the only thing that I wanted to say is thank you. You to go. This is sick. <laughs> uh, like, I love what you're doing with this, that it's just about like genuine people and genuine conversations. Um, and I appreciate you having me on. This is tight. I'm excited to see where you take this excited to see where you go with this and everything else. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's all I got, man. That, that was a hell of a, a closing. Thank you. That, that means so much to me and just hearing words like that help keep me going. So like that, that's, that means a lot to me, but everyone it's been, it's been a pleasure talking with my man, Jack, you know, here on the, the RPD show. Um, go hit him up or look look him up if you want. But he'll happy to answer questions up. or just hit me up. My you know, DM him, 
spam no, don't spam them but uh <laughs> yeah all right well it's been a real pleasure can't thank you enough jack i appreciate you bro likewise appreciate you